0: In a world where trivia games are played on a podcast. One man reigns supreme and chooses the movie. While the loser must face his... Punishment Episode... punishment spoiler
1: spoiler this is definitely the last airbender this is, hey, <laughs> this is spoilers hello and welcome to spoilers i'm your host mikey and this is a punishment episode the last airbender um i'm your host this week because i lost some competition we held a while ago I don't remember it' was probably for the Oscars right pep was this
2: Oscar one yeah, that sounds yeah, right
1: the Oscar punishment episode it took a while to get around. We had a couple <laughs> technical difficulties even tonight really uh, this is a, we'll see how this one goes I'm actually on a Skype call with everybody else um, so let's go around the virtual table of this Skype conference call and introduce ourselves and we'll go east to east and that means, Corey, you're starting, and just uh, let everybody know if you watched the movie and if you have ever watched the cartoon.
3: Okay. Uh, my name's Corey, recording out of Simi Valley, California, also known as Kylo Ren Memes or Corey the Intern. <laughs> I did watch the cartoon series uh, in its entirety, and I have watched the movie a couple times now because I watched it again for the podcast. I really do like this cartoon series. like, It's, it's awesome. I think it's great for all ages. And uh, some of the spoilers guys may know this, but I'm not super big into like uh, watching animated things like animated movies and shows. But this is definitely an exception. I do love the Nickelodeon cartoon. And uh, yeah, I like it.
1: The cartoon is great. Um, who's next, Pap?
3: Yeah, this is Pappy. record
1: from
2: Louisville, Colorado. I'm the one who picked this because I beat Brett On the Parasite pick, he picked uh, 1917, and it came down to the last one. And that's the reason why he's not on this podcast, I'm assuming. that he's still bitter (laughs) about that. But I've never seen the cartoon. I knew that you liked it. And I actually just Googled, like, worst children's movies to see. I looked through all the movies you had given no's to. (laughs) I Googled worst children's movies, and this is, like, the first result, or, like, third result. And I was like, yeah, it's perfect, because I think he likes that show. Wow. So I think it worked out pretty
4: well, I hope, that you didn't like it.
1: Oh, I definitely did not like it. Um, next is Stevie.
4: Hey there, this so is Stevie recording from Elkhart, Indiana. Um, I have not seen the animated series, but I have watched this godforsaken movie three times now. <laughs> no. Why? I don't know. Uh, we're in quarantine, and I- I'm just kind of shocked by how this movie was even made. So I think I was more of just trying to grasp if there's any good things about this movie at all and there is not so <laughs> i hope to watch the animated series one day hopefully sometime soon
2: i did watch the movie mikey i forgot to say that sorry
1: oh, okay cool uh josh
0: yeah this is josh recording nearby stevie i'm in goshen indiana uh yeah i watched last airbender and i hope we don't give the wrong impression on this pod like We typically watch the movies we cover. Uh, Sometimes on these punishment movies, they're like so brutal or long that we will skip it. Kind of for the lulls. But I'm glad everyone kind of watched this one. Um, And yeah, I've seen a little bit of the cartoon in the past. Not a ton of it, but enough to know and see its quality for sure. And I'll just say like, as crappy as this movie is, it really did make me want to like watch through and binge the cartoon but it looks like the only way you can get it is like purchasing it for like
3: 45 dollars outright or something Oof. it's worth every penny what? man
4: is it
0: really
1: it's really oh, it's good. great yeah it's
3: absolutely great and josh i had a friend that i saw this movie with in theaters and he also hadn't seen it uh he hadn't seen the animated series we saw the movie together and then he started watching the cartoon after <laughs> yeah when you watch this movie you can like
0: see what could be good about it <laughs>
3: Right, like the universe is kind of there, and it's the same universe in the series. It's just the execution is vastly different. Is there a
4: lot of self-narration in the animated show? No. Is it just a thing where people just announce what they're feeling at all times?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Josh, I was going to ask you, did you end up watching this with your kids, or did you just watch it
0: by yourself? No, I just watched this by myself one day while I was working from home. I mean
1: It's a pretty tame it's not I mean, they fight but it's like not Star Wars violence, I guess. But uh it's just pretty boring. I don't think it'd keep your kids engaged. One guy
3: gets drowned. Oh yeah, one
1: guy does get murdered for
3: sure. <laughs> I don't think it's in a super uh, we'll get to that. explicit and gruesome way though. That I mean it, No. A kid can kinda I mean people get killed in Disney yeah. movies, don't they? They just fall off cliffs. I think they'd just be <laughs> bored
1: out of their mind. They wouldn't stick around to watch the whole thing. Um, but I'll, I'll uh, say where I'm recording from. I'm Mikey. I'm recording from Goshen, Indiana. Um, I've watched this movie twice because the first watch uh, kind of half watched, and then the, the recording session didn't happen, so I ended up re watching it again and then ended up kind of half watching the other half that I missed. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think I had watched this a total of one total time uh, and I'm sure I still missed a lot of stuff because it's just not very engaging but um, the cartoon uh, is fantastic and that's kind of how I got into this uh, this this uh, series is because I kind of just googled best anime uh, to start off with and this is generally at the top of the list because it's uh, like Corey said, pretty accessible. Uh, to like a wide audience it's and it kind of uh, appeals to all a- ages too and it's got a lot of heart, it's pretty funny and I think the animation is really great so the cartoon is top notch and you should definitely try to watch that if uh, you had any interest in this lame adaptation of the movie So can I,
3: can I add something to that? Yeah. It's technically not an anime I guess because it's an American made production in the style of an anime so I think the hardcore anime people, which I'm not would probably say that it's technically not an anime. So, if you're yelling at your phone right now or whatever, (laughs) we know it's not technically.
4: (laughs) Is the movie a prequel or a sequel or in the middle of the series? Where does this fall in with the show?
1: The movie tries to do the entire series in, I'm assuming, two movies because we get a pretty big cliffhanger uh, at the end of this movie. I want to speak to
3: that. So, the... The movie is the whole 20 episodes of season one. For sure. So yeah. the season one is called Book One Water, and it everything that happens in the movie is a super compressed version of that. They just hit the key points and just really run through it. How many seasons are there of the show? Three.
1: Uh, well, there's also like a spinoff of uh, The Girl to Korra. Yeah. Uh, she has her own show. I haven't seen that, though, but I heard it's also pretty good. When Game of Thrones got bad at the
0: end, it A lot of it to me was because they were sacrificing character arcs and development for hitting plot points and not knowing even everything about the cartoon. Like, It just felt like they were just hitting plot point after plot point and you could never get a hold on who these characters were throughout.
3: Oh, I agree with that. There's only one moment in the movie where you get to see Aang the way he actually is. And that's when they go to the Northern Air Temple. And he's kind of excited to see his people because he hasn't seen them. He's been frozen or whatever. Um, That, like, joyish, like, that, excuse me, that boyish joy is, like, (laughs) the way Aang is all the time. Like, he's, like, just a super excited, happy-go-lucky little kid. Mm -hmm. And he's not really like that in this movie. He's, like, kind of, you know... With his big sad eyes, just staring into the camera super close (laughs) up a lot of the time. Is he a really bad actor in the cartoon, too? (laughs) No, No, he's awesome.
1: No, he's not. Uh, He's not nearly as annoying. Uh, But we should really start with this movie, because I don't want to talk about it for very long. Um, So, we're going to start off with the beginning of the movie, and it starts off with Katara, who is a waterbender from this water tribe. Um, And she's with her brother, Sokka. Uh, He's played by Jackson Rathbone. Guitar is played by Nicola Peltz. I don't know if any of these people are acting anymore. Um, But it's at the South Pole, apparently. I'm guessing we're on an Earth-like planet. If it's not straight-out Earth, it's just like a different universe Earth or something. They don't really explain that. Um, And they're tracking down a tiger seal, or what they think is a tiger seal, and... They end up finding something else, and since all of you guys have watched this, Corey, why don't you explain what they find underneath the ice?
3: Uh, Okay, so while hunting for food for their village down there at the South Pole, they see some kind of glowing underneath the ice, and they start investigating it. They start kind of hacking away to figure out what's going on. And there's like a big light, and they find a boy that has been frozen in the ice, along with his giant flying bison, who we later learn is named Appa. And uh, they take him back to their village. To them, it's just a a boy they found frozen in the ice. They don't know who he is. He's got some strange tattoos on his hands and on his head and back. And they're just trying to figure out who he is and what he's about. I have a question. I I think I want to give it to Pappy, because
0: it's like, the cinematography here is good what Corey just described is pretty cool why does it suck so much
2: <laughs> I don't know there's something that just feels off about the whole movie you know what I mean and I don't think M. Night who three movie club now he's up there with like Sam Raimi and like the second tier of like most directors that we've spoiled uh, I, what, I don't know if <laughs> like what would have inspired the choice for him to do this was this before or after after Earth before?
1: Um, I don't, I Cause don't he made know. two
2: really really bad <laughs> blockbusters.
3: This is before After Earth. Before After Earth, right? B- so After Earth was the next movie he made. The next bad movie, I should say.
4: What was the movie he made before this? Lady in the Water.
3: Um, all future spoilers, picks.
2: while you guys go? I also, Mikey, <laughs> I also thought that the guy who played Saka. You said his name was Jackson Rathbone. I thought he was probably the worst actor in the whole movie.
1: Yeah, he's not great. And I just want to say that in the cartoon, these are all Asian uh, characters (laughs) and... Throughout this entire movie, I think we see, like, maybe two or three Asian people, and it's really kind of jarring. Mikey,
2: I'm looking at his IMDb now. He was born to American parents who were living in Singapore at the time, so technically he is Asian, and that was racist of you to assume that he wasn't.
3: <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, I'm going to cancel myself and just end this podcast
1: so I don't have to talk
3: about it anymore. Look, I want to I wanna say this about M. Night Shyamalan's, because I just pulled up his IMDb. So he did lady in the water and then the happening was his next movie the last airbender was after that and then after earth was after that and then the visit it's a dark time
1: is there a more jarring uh transition than the happening to last airbender (laughs) 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 no i don't think so what is his latest movie isn't he like kind of on an upswing lately i mean besides
4: i don't know glass was pretty terrible
1: Oh, Glass was no good, man.
2: I gave Glass a yes, and I stand by it. There's <laughs> are the worst.
1: Yeah, so anyways, they find this kid in, trapped in the ice. His name is Aang. Uh, they don't pronounce it right in this movie. <laughs>
3: <laughs> they don't pronounce his name right, and they don't pronounce Sokka's name right. They say Soka. They don't pronounce anybody's name right. And Iroh, they call Eero. I'm Aang. Is it okay if you tell me your name? The monks named me Ung. Yeah, it's super annoying. Um,
1: this this kid Aang is played by Noah Ringer. I don't know if he's done much, but he he's done might be. He, he might be the worst part of this movie, honestly. <laughs> uh, and he's the main character. He, I just feel like he's not very charismatic at all. And none of these actors are really charismatic. Nobody's carrying uh, your interest from scene to scene, and it's I don't know. It's. I
4: mean, who wrote this movie?
2: someone who hadn't seen the show i'm assuming who got the cliff notes
4: version i mean it was M Night. you you open up with a narration talking about how my brother is a bad hunter i don't tell him though but he is <laughs> and then like like av- avatar or avatar they say both pronunciations in this movie drove me nuts um <laughs> he comes out of the giant ice ball and the first thing soka says is like he must be tired and like even when um they get to that I guess you can call it that monk monastery, or whatever, where you see all those dead bodies. Like, the sister starts, like, talking about what Avatar is feeling, and it's just so jarring to watch.
0: I love how someone said Soka was the worst actor, someone said Ong is the worst. <laughs> and I thought Katari and her reads, her voiceovers were just brutal.
4: He wants to go to the spiritual place. How do you know that? <laughs> how do you yeah, know that she's just,
0: everything she
1: says is just really empty like there's no emotion behind it and the thing about the cartoon is they're all great friends on the cartoon like it's great to see their friendship and how they work together um, and how they learn from each other and all of that but all of that is just kind of brushed aside because we're trying to tell the whole first season in what is essentially a hundred minute movie and it just doesn't really work at all so, I think that's kind of like the biggest fault is, I don't know. Well, first of all, it's got to be super difficult and probably a b- really bad idea to try and adapt an anime, quote-unquote, show uh, into a movie. Um, it's never worked. Yeah, it just does not work. So, you're starting off on the wrong foot uh, in the first place with this movie.
3: I guess it's like video game movies in that way, right? This felt a lot like a video game movie,
2: just like broken and disjointed and rushed. Like there were things like Josh said that they had to do, but it just didn't get there organically.
4: Mm-hmm. Mikey, did you love um, Aang's or Ong's speech to the Earth people? <laughs> <laughs> that was amazing. That was worth the price of admission right there.
3: Earthbenders! Why are you acting this way? You are powerful and amazing people. You don't need to live like this.
1: There's earth right beneath your feet. The ground is an extension of who you are. <laughs> that is exactly what I'm talking about. He's supposed to like round up the troops or You're whatever uh, amongst people. the the earth the <laughs> earth clan and he's just like why am I going to listen to this annoying bald-headed kid like he He's not very charismatic. He, I'm not going to listen to him. He's really annoying. And uh, he hasn't like, done anything to show me that he's the Avatar at that point. He's kind of still hiding. And I don't
3: know. Everyone that talks about this movie talks about this part with with rallying the earthbenders that are in prison. The big difference in this show is that the earthbenders that are captured are taken away to a place where they're, they're basically on a ship where there's no earth around them. So they... They're trapped because they can't use their abilities to free themselves. Where in, in the movie, they easily can, as we find They're out. just there. <laughs> just do it. Just get out.
0: Just
4: do it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that plot point isn't that bad. But him just, like, coming out of nowhere and, like, there's a dude just sweeping dirt from the left side of his house to the right side of his house. <laughs> like... <laughs> I don't know. The thing
1: about the fighting, I know it looks goofy as hell in this movie because they're doing a lot of movement and not a lot of like magic is happening. They're kind of just dancing <laughs> for a large portion of the fighting.
0: Mikey, I'm so glad you mentioned that because that's like kind of what I'm getting at. Like
1: they do that in the cartoon, but it looks good because They're animating, like, the water, the fire, the dirt flying around them at the same time. And here, it's just, like, uh, there's just, like, a piece of dirt kind of just
3: floating slowly or something. (laughs) It's, like,
4: like like, 95% dance and 5% (laughs) You're talking about the super
3: slow-moving rock that the earthbenders (laughs) send? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
1: It's all so boring when it could... First of all, what do you guys think about the CGI? I don't think it looks bad. I just think it's, like, kind of lazy how there's not much movement i guess uh it's not really integrated well into the fighting it's just everything about this movie is boring i don't know how to explain how it how
4: did this movie cost not- 150 million dollars to make without marketing Ugh,
1: the shitty cgi <laughs> probably
4: i mean there's no giant actors in this movie who were they paying
1: dev Pep, you think it's shitty it's ilm well i think it looks like pretty decent it looked
2: decent for the time it like it kind of reminded me of like chronicles of narnia level cgi like all of like the kind of big action set pieces that use cgi from around this time have the same look and i don't really necessarily like it
3: and it was also really boring Mm -hmm. (laughs) to watch well there's a delay with the cgi like it's not timed correctly so when someone does a movement the the bending ability doesn't match the movement at the right time I don't know if that's like a visual effects or editing problem or both, but it's a problem.
4: It's a problem.
0: Can I just say that the way that they dance, like I'm not familiar with the lore of this, but the way they dance just to practice and the way they dance and do this like trip hop movement to like summon (laughs) Mm -hmm. the elements. This, I think that took it from a movie that was like so bad. It might be good for me because I couldn't help but crack up every single time (laughs) that guy guy was like, dancing all around rubbing his bald head yeah. <laughs> like, it's great <laughs> to watch it's hilarious
1: and they're even hamming it up like even more than the cartoon like they're definitely moving way more than they do in a cartoon <laughs> really i don't know everything <laughs> yeah for sure they're not ang's not doing so much movement to pull off a, a move or anything to summon some fire or anything he's i don't know it's just bad. It's not good at all, guys. <laughs> I have to uh, I'm put sorry in your you guys earpods. had. We, we collectively watched this like eleven times, so I'm real sorry. <laughs> <laughs> we did. Uh, but we should keep on moving. Um, Josh, do you remember Zuko, and do you want to like kind of explain what his deal and why he's looking for the Avatar? Uh,
0: so Zuko, um, who's he played by? He's um, in- Dev Patel. Yes, and he one of my favorite great actors. Actor. He's he's yeah, a slum he's a great dog actor. and he comes across as a good actor, but everyone else is like so wooden that I feel like he comes up and were like overachieving yeah. is the way he comes across.
2: He's a try hard. He's going way too yeah. hard in the paint and everyone else is like not on his
1: level. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Corey, can you attest that this is how Zuko acts in the cartoon though?
3: Um I mean, to some degree, Zuko has the best character arc in the entire series. For sure, yeah. And uh, he's voiced by Dante Bosco, who plays Rufio in the Hook movie. So, I no like way. I like him that much extra for that. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I don't think it, it's quite a one-to-one. I mean, he's, he's pretty angsty in the first season of the show, though. And he's angsty in the movie, too.
0: So, I guess plot-wise, Mikey, Zuko... I guess has been ousted from the fire nation because um, some great failure he had. So the only way he can get back in his dad's good graces and his dad is like the king or sovereign over that part of that nation or something um, is if he finds the airbender and brings him back to his dad. So his like life's mission is to do that. And meanwhile, he's got this uncle. I can't remember his uncle's name off the top of my head. Iron Yeah, he's very like Qui-Gon Jin, mm-hmm. but of the Fiery Nation. And yeah, he's a mentor. He seemed like a cool character. Like I
2: could see like how over the course of a series, like exploring that relationship would be interesting. There could be so much more time for give and take. But like when you condense it down to a hundred minute movie, they're all like super one note, you know what I mean? Like his uncle's super good guy and Dave Patel's super angry. You know what I mean? There's never kind of
4: I,
3: think, I don't know move towards the middle
4: How bad was that narration in the market Or when they're eating or whatever
3: And he calls the little boy over to tell How him How
4: terrible <laughs> was that <laughs>
3: <That's> So lame
4: <laughs> This is like one part of the movie Where you can be clever Where he's like little boy or little girl You know what happened to you know this prince or whatever And th- he could have been telling An entirely different story Than what actually happened on screen And actually would have been a really cool moment But just to show, like, narration over what happened is so lazy.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I agree with uh, Corey, though. He does have, like, the best arc on the cartoon. And you really can't rush that whole arc uh, into, like, 90 minutes. And they try to do that really hard because he's essentially a good guy at the end of this movie. And, uh, yeah, it takes a while for him to get to that point in the series. So it's pretty disappointing. And they obviously set it up for... Uh, a sequel, so I don't know why they try to rush this as fast as they did because it just doesn't really work.
3: We could be friends, you know. Um. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that's an episode in the show when uh, he puts on that blue mask and he rescues Aang uh, because he mm-hmm. wants to bring the Avatar to uh, Fire Lord Ozai instead of his you know, competition, the Admiral. And it's actually a really good episode. It kind of builds to that and the way it's executed in this, it seemed like it was just for, like, an action scene. Did you guys get that vibe when he rescues him? Because it was kind of, like, midpoint, I think, in the movie. And they they needed some action at this point because everything else had been exposition. Yeah.
1: The the movie had come to, like, a grinding halt with uh, this trio just kind of, like, flying from village to village, not really doing much uh, anything of anything, like, interesting. They're, like... I guess, liberating the people from the Fire Nation at this point. And, uh, I don't know, it's still somehow boring to watch on screen. It's not very interesting for, like, this this 15, 20 minutes of them doing this.
0: (laughs) Zuko becomes, like, this Jim Carrey, the mask background character for, like, a minute. (laughs) I think it's what Corey's
3: just... He's shot
0: in the face with an arrow at some point. As he should,
1: uh, he's. You guys want to just skip to that part he, after he breaks out on. on had gotten uh, captured by the Fire Nation and escaped. Uh, we're we're just flying through this, I guess. <laughs> um,
4: so did the writers.
1: And yeah, he escaped, and then uh, the trio is like like I said, trying to liberate this these villages, and that's like their new mission. While. They try to get to some place, I think the air temple or something, and Pap had mentioned it earlier that they get to one air temple and he learns that everybody he had ever known had died because he's been under that ice for a whole century. Pap, do you want to explain that air temple scene?
2: Yeah, uh, that's a big... Well, I think the other thing too, Mikey, is I said the CGI sucked earlier and, and maybe it wasn't so much in the action set pieces where I thought it looked bad, but like every single scene is like 90% prequel level CGI. You know what I mean? So like when they're in the jungle or like when they go into that temple that has all of the statues, like it's all fake. You know what I mean? So nothing looks that good, but mm-hmm. it's the hall of like, he said that, like, like you said, all of his like friends are dead. His teachers are dead. And then he finds like one guy there. I think and it's in the hall of avatars where there's a statue representing like every past avatar and it's very like um ah fuck like the last emperor or whatever like where the the baby has to pick out the three toys uh and if he picks out the same three toys he's like the reincarnated version of the avatar but he ends up being set up uh i think he was being uh, he was, uh a bunch of arrows come out at him which is any of that in the show like the whole backstory of the statues is that more flushed out Oh yeah,
3: it's very rich in the cartoon. It sounds so
2: cool. Yeah. Like on its surface, I'm like, "Oh, this is like an interesting concept." Like even with the whole ceremony around like picking the avatar, but it's just like 5 minutes of exposition and mm. move on. It's like, "Damn, I wanted more."
1: <laughs> it's yeah, it's super heavy in like the last season because of uh, the reincarnation thing. So he I think he ends up meeting like his past self or something multiple times. Corey, I'm not sure, but yeah. We definitely see other avatars at some point.
0: Yeah, all throughout is this movie offensive to Buddhist people? Like, it, it seems really similar, like almost like a llama sort of reincarnation, and you're a elevated sort of person on earth for a while. Well, speaking of
2: offensive, I have another question. In the show, are the Fire Nation people all Indian? Is it, or is that just a casting choice for? for this movie (laughs) that's a casting
3: choice man interesting
2: (laughs) interesting to go phenotype based people i don't know That's really weird
3: (laughs) one of those guys is a comedian right
2: asif Mandi. yeah he's like a correspondent on the daily show i think right
3: yeah Mm
1: -hmm. he really kind of sticks out i because i just can't not that he's a bad actor it's just when i see his face i always picture him as like an asshole in an office setting uh, or something a- in a funny movie. But seeing him here in this crazy getup, everybody has a uh, pretty interesting and elaborate costumes. I don't think the costumes are bad, but um, he just looks out of place to me. Mikey,
4: I have a question for you. What? Since you're a big fan of the animated series, um, does Ong or Avatar have a mentor at all in that show?
3: Uh, Yeah,
1: right? I mean, because he's... Talking to past avatars, Corey. Right?
3: Yeah. So he's a, he's in contact with the spirit world. Well, he has a lot of mentors. He gets people to teach him yeah. each of the elements throughout the series. So we get that a little bit of that in the movie with the water. Katara is a mentor. She teaches him. Yeah.
4: It just seems like a big failure of this movie for them, not for like even to like insert a character that didn't exist in the animated show as a mentor. For the fact that if you're gonna go on a hero's journey. That hero, like, better have a mentor along the way, and it makes no sense that he is the hero and the mentor at the same time.
1: And he already knows all of his powers, like, pretty well besides the water thing.
4: Yeah, that's a real frustrating thing for me.
3: Does Zuko's uncle ever become one of his mentors? It'd be kind of cool. He has a bigger part to play in the story. He helps out later, yeah.
1: Yeah. In the series, they end up being everybody's friends, besides, like, the sister we see at the end in this cliffhanger um the dad obviously of the fire nation the king of the fire nation uh, and like maybe a couple other people that aren't introduced in this movie but yeah pretty much everybody else ends up becoming like united against the fire nation at that point uh, let's see where are we at um so he gets to that temple and all of his friends are dead and he has like a little moment where he's like flashing back or having contact with the spirit that Honestly, uh, doesn't I don't really think serves any purpose. It just shows that he is like connected to a spirit world. Um, I, I don't know. He does He talks to like a dragon or something. Uh, it's not very interesting. And it doesn't look that great. It's very
2: Skyrim.
0: <laughs> yeah, Stevie put nailed the na- hit the nail on the head earlier, and you're just like, do you have a spiritual place? It's so, so strange. Uh,
2: <laughs> is there a spiritual place where I can meditate? There is a very spiritual place. The city was built around this place.
4: Like, you guys brought up Skyrim. Like, every character is like a Skyrim, like, non-playable character in NPC. <laughs> where, like, if An walks up to him, they're like, they're like Oh, I'm a blacksmith. I'm gonna go over here. If you need anything, talk to me. <laughs> and they just walk away. I used to be an ember.
1: there. I took an arrow to the knee.
4: <laughs> <laughs> then they walk away. And they're like, Oh, NPC, cool.
1: Yeah, nobody has heart in this not even the main character the main stakes are
2: real low in this movie. mikey what did you think about the love story between my favorite actor soka and the queen of the north or whatever she is (laughs) yeah
1: um well i mean compared to the cartoon it's not that great and they try to just make these two fall in love in uh what 10 15 minutes 10 Uh, seconds no
3: not even that not even 10 (laughs) seconds (laughs) They look at Literally each other. It's instant look.
1: Yeah, as soon as Sokka sees this girl, he is uh, rock hard.
3: <laughs> uh, yes, yes, dog about, <laughs> yes, dog all about this girl. And then it's a smash um, cut. And then he says, "Oh, I've loved spending these last few weeks with you." <laughs> it's just that they look at each other. Cut. They've spent few weeks with each other. Does he say that? Either he or she says that.
1: Oh man, I was. Really not paying attention <laughs> <laughs> because i didn't realize that much time had passed by. I honestly thought they got to that uh well let's let's explain they get to uh, what the water the water tribe a different water tribe I think uh, than the original the one. white people
2: and, white walkers
1: yeah uh, we've somehow strayed even farther away from the Asian Uh, background of the cartoon and we've just gone full white people uh, in this new tribe and he ends up learning the most from the white people about how to bend water and like we said saka falls in love with the water tribe princess uh she has white hair because she was saved by uh a couple of the spirits on this planet of course uh, i think as a baby yeah so she ends up having white hair and she ends up sacrificing herself to save one of the spirits, so Sokka really has a tough go in these couple of weeks. He ends up falling in love and uh,
4: losing uh, his,
0: his girlfriend in a matter of,
4: like, ten he minutes. He deserves so. it, though, because
0: he's not a good hunter.
4: They never solve <laughs> that either. He's still a bad hunter.
1: Yeah, I don't know what they were trying to do with this character, because in the cartoon he's, like, pretty funny and just, like, a nice break... Uh, from kind of like the serious, it's not serious, but like this, the more serious, uh, storylines of the show. He's just the comedic relief and he's not funny at all in this movie. (laughs) And, uh, he's not a very good fighter. He doesn't really bring anything to the table. No,
3: they don't really go for that. The comedic relief thing in this movie at all, but that's, that's pretty much his purpose in season one. I mean, he grows too, but yeah, they, they Mm. don't go for it. Is the moon spirit a bigger deal in the show? <laughs> <laughs> like, not just a koi. Uh,
4: it comes into play in the
1: last.
3: The last. This is such season. a shoehorn in
4: this movie. It drives me nuts.
3: It's more viable in the show because they go more into like how the spirits interact with the world. See, they that's live what in. I'm
4: saying. Because it literally goes for one, like, it makes no sense, okay, the fish gets stabbed, and all of a sudden, she's thrown herself in a pool, and her soul goes out, and my wife looks at me and goes, of course. (laughs) Well, and here's the other thing, too, about
2: the CGI, (laughs) here's the other thing, too, about the CGI, it's like, who's that big, cool, like, creature that's all CGI, uh apa like that guy Appa. looks awesome and then when it comes to these like all-powerful moon spirits they use actual like real fish and it just looks so lame compared to all <laughs> those CGI characters it's like oh you just got some fish and put them in this pond
0: that mm. reveal doesn't work either because the only other spirit we've been introduced to is a freaking dragon it's not like oh mm-hmm. they're all just harmless and interacting with the world in that way like it makes no sense to me
1: still. Mm. Yeah, it is really just shoehorned at the end when the Fire Nation shows up and they're like, "Oh, yeah, I have to kill these spirits in order for us to, or in order for the Fire Nation to, uh, I don't know, to win this war, to win these battles."
0: I wanted to see him like curb-stomp that fish, or like take the bag and just hit it over the <laughs> rock or something. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, the stab is kind of an interesting choice. I don't think that would work too well, but. What else happens here? Uh, Iro- Uncle Eero and, um, who else? Who's the guy? Uh, Asif Mandi? Zuko. Oh, man. Everybody's just fighting now at this <laughs> point, and it's not very good choreography. <laughs> it really makes no sense. Uh, a- uh Aang is fighting Zuko. Uh, Aang's tied up and he's fighting Zuko in, like, this room with a bunch of jars and stuff. Um, he's kind of just flying all around the place and, avoiding Zuko, and it's really cheesy and not great. Um, and Iroh is fighting... Uh, who's that other guy um, that just killed a fish?
3: Oh, Admiral Zhao? Yeah, he's
1: fighting him. And I guess a big point of uh, uh, to, to note here is that Iroh has conjured fire without like any source of fire around him and i'm pretty sure that wasn't a thing in the cartoon No, but in this movie they make a note (laughs) yeah a note about it and he's like kind of freaked out that hero just conjured up fire here uh using his powers so that's something that's totally different from the cartoon and maybe that's kind of why the fighting is so lame because I don't know, like, they have to be near a source of water, they have to be near, like, a campfire uh, to do any of this cool stuff, otherwise they're just normal people, so it's a bit different, and I don't think anybody liked it from the reviews that I had read
0: about (laughs) the community. You just went through a lot, Mikey, but I think there's, like, little moments in there that really did seem like just a crumb of coolness, or, like, man, I wish they would have, like, delved into that more. Like, I liked how they... catapulted in these huge fireballs not to blow things up but just to like provide fire for the firebenders that were in there um, I actually did like some of the scenes where Ang is like using wind to like sneak around and move I did not buy it when he's like blocking punches <laughs> and like tripping people at all though Yeah, but you know what I mean did, did you guys have like little things that were kind of cool here
3: when ang is doing water bending against like the the faceless nameless firebending troops which is around this time uh, i think that's probably the highlight of the movie for me cuz that's the part that looks the best when he's just like taking people out and it's a big wide shot and it's you know the in the final action scene so i think some care was put into it
0: isn't there a part where he's just, like, zooming through the armies too? this kind of cool, like, using wind to just, like... Oh, he
1: Naruto runs with his arms <laughs> behind the <his> back <laughs> through the middle of this battle. Everybody stops and creates a perfect line. Lane for him to run through. It's really weird. I hadn't noticed that the first time, but I saw it the second time, and I laughed out loud hysterically, <laughs> uh, just because it's so ridiculous. Yeah, that's funny that you mentioned that. But everybody else is uh, fighting, like out in the courtyard or whatever. Like the Fire Nation is fighting all of this Water Tribe, and it doesn't really look like anybody, any one side is winning. Um, and Aang is just kind of trying to make his way to the uh, city walls so he can kind of stop. Uh, the Fire Nation ships from getting into the city and Corey what does he do to stop these ships this Is the climax of uh, this final battle here
3: well he goes up to, uh, to like the wall the great wall that kind of overlooks the oncoming ships and he goes into I believe the Avatar state which is a thing that's more brought up in the cartoon just like a lot of other things here but That's where he kind of like summons his full potential. Tattoos light up. The tattoos light up, they do. (laughs) That's one thing they kept. And he kind of makes some giant waves to push back the ships. And after realizing that, I guess, he's so powerful, they just kind of leave on their own. Um, I remember that playing out a little bit differently in the cartoon with the giant waves he creates, but I don't remember the specifics. He doesn't really take anyone out, though. He kind of, like, after he sees they're retreating, he just lets them go.
1: Yeah, we should also... He he creates that giant wall of water, and um, I think Zuko was also out there on the water, too. He had ended up uh, coming around, I think, on the Avatar and uh, ended up stopping his fighting uh, or trying to capture uh, the Avatar, and... Before Zuko had gotten out to that boat, he had run into Z- Zhao, and this is where Zhao gets murdered by a bunch of, like, <laughs> uh, just regular waterbender people. <laughs> he gets uh, straight up murked on this bridge. Henchman! Yeah, Josh, how does he die?
0: Uh, man. So, four guys looking like Sub-Zero show up, <laughs> and they all, like, just grab kind of a spurt of water, and surround him with it and i think he has some flame and they douse it quick and then they just raise him up and he's just in this ball of water he's kind of obscured so you can't see like the eyes bulging out of her head uh, out of his head unfortunately can't see his capillaries burst or anything or see him vomiting blood but he does he does actually drown in this bubble and they just like set him on the bridge lifeless i was shocked actually that he was dead i thought they'd keep him prisoner or something
2: what if M. Night made like, an R-rated Last Airbender? That could have been kind of cool.
0: Still bad.
1: I would have loved if... He, he falls pretty hard on the bridge. I would have loved if like his
0: head popped or something when he hit the <laughs>
1: bridge or something. Just one moment of hyper-violence in this kid's
0: movie. What if they used the water to like force water into like his mouth and butthole and just burst him open? <laughs> <Butthole>. <laughs>
1: Jesus! <laughs> <laughs> he turns into a, a douche, a human douche. and <laughs> dies by that way. Um, uh, that's pretty much the end of the movie. After the ships leave, um, uh, this is a terrible scene of everybody bowing down to Ong and uh, Katara and... Sokka uh, join everybody else in bowing and then Ang has this really weird uh, final final uh, I don't know, pant uh, not a pan shot, like a, a trolley shot straight at his face and he looks really sad as he's like left to now be the avatar of all of these people and I think it's kind of setting up for a sequel uh, right after that because we go to the Fire Nation King and he uh asked his daughter to uh, kinda hunt down the Avatar at that point. Um you guys have any thoughts on this last thirty seconds of this movie? <laughs> what do you guys think about Ang's exit? Yeah,
4: I think M Knight is hauling around grapefruits uh down you know, beneath the belt. My god, he had to have known how bad this movie was throughout the movie, right? Had to have. Had to have known how bad this movie was. And to make that you know, I now leave... I forget what he says, but he pretty much says, like, Daughter. And then she gives this dumb smile, and she's like, Yes, father. Like, <laughs> M. Night had... like, I wonder if this was the last day on set, and M. Night is just on the brink of, like, jumping off the tallest skyscraper oh, he can find. God. Like, this is <laughs> awful.
0: No, she's acting all out. She gives, like, the triple hesitant, crazy smile. Mm. Like, I don't think there's any... I think they're unabashedly going for it here, Steve. I
4: I feel really bad for Dev Patel, too, because I think they were at meetings, and I wonder if Dev asked the question, like, are we going to act exactly like our characters are? Are we going to watch the show and everybody's like, yeah, 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 we're going to do all those things. And he's the (laughs) only one that did it. And so... I'm sure, I'll bet you that day where he was like, "Bring me all your
3: elderly."
4: I'll bet you yeah, the other actors were like, "Whoa!" It's like being what? the only
3: guy that shows up in a costume for a party.
4: Yeah, I'm sure everyone was like, "What is it's going on It's Like doing a group here? project
0: in college, and you're the only one that does your part. Only at all. one that
4: did the work. Everybody's like, "Hey, man, like, are you okay?" Like, and I'm sure, like, I'm sure Dev had conversations with M Night, being like. Are you sure what I'm doing is okay? And it's like, Dev, I want you to picture that you haven't eaten for four days and there's a raw steak in front of you and you are going to devour the steak in a most disgusting way like as possibly as you can. I want you to chew up the scenery in every shot and everyone's going to be on par with you. And I'm sure Dev went back to his trailer crying to his agent saying, they're not doing what they were going to say they were going to do. They're not doing it.
1: (laughs) He comes off as like the Joker in this movie. He's just so fucking insane compared to everybody else. I'm so
4: happy I watched Lion before I saw this movie because he's a really good actor and I feel so bad for him in this movie.
1: Yeah, he's by far the best actor uh, in this whole cast, I think uh, Uncle Hero isn't bad either. But <laughs> Dev Patel ends up having a career, so <laughs> it's amazing this didn't like grind it to a, a halt or anything because he Staggering really halt. does stick out. Yeah, he really does stick out compared to everybody else because he is handing <laughs> it up like the cartoon. So, it's <laughs> how bad. many
0: times did M Night make him say? how many times do I have to tell you I have to get the avatar?
3: (laughs) He (laughs) says that like a hundred times. You don't understand, Uncle. (laughs) That wasn't bad.
4: (laughs) I love it. I I just loved it. I would love it if one day he was like, hey, M or Mr. Knight, like, it says I'm angry in the script. Why do I have to announce that I'm angry?
3: (laughs) It's kind of the way we're doing this movie. You just say things
4: you announce your it's a visible exclamation point that's what this movie is
1: well that's the end of the movie um i just have one more thing that i wanted to to talk about uh this is really just someone's (laughs) amazon prime uh review that i just wanted (laughs) to read Um, (laughs) it's a little lengthy but i'll try to i'll try to get through it they got a bullet list of stuff they didn't like either and i ended up finding myself uh really agreeing with with this review so i'll just read it uh wow uh first of all uh this is by annie one star even worse than before um, <laughs> reviewed from the united states on december 5th 2017 you guys can go look at this if you want after you watch the movie wow this movie is a little garbage i hadn't seen it since i was around 12 years old so a good solid 10 years went by i recently rewatched the whole series again for the third time i couldn't resist in watching this somehow i had some hope that i could see this differently no 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 there are so many things fundamentally wrong with this adaptation that it's embarrassing. It is obvious that no one that was responsible, f- responsible for this film was an Avatar fan because I didn't see one thing that reminded me of the animated show. And then she goes on to list. Um, reasons why this movie sucks. <laughs> Number one, pronunciation. Ang, Avatar, Soka, Iro. honestly, WTF. I don't give a flying F that the director insists... That they say it in the traditional manner, say it how the freaking show did. Uh, Number two, where was Sokka's humor and incredible intelligence when it comes to planning and tactics? Number three, who is even Ong in this movie? There was not one single expression of his character. No compassion, peace, playfulness, humor, etc. Katara, no, no. That girl was not even remotely close to the strong, independent, caring, and loving person from the show. (laughs) Five... There is not a wise or humorous bone in Uncle Euro's body. Number six, can we all just agree Every character in this movie doesn't even deserve to be called a character. They <laughs> might as well be sticks in the mud for all I care. Um, seven, white people. I'm uh, just going to leave that there. <laughs> <laughs> she has more there. We're sorry. Uh, number eight, yeah, number eight, the entire movie is disjointed and so many, so many crucial moments were cut out. Uh, you can't fit an entire Avatar season into one movie. Um, Nine, where is the bending? Everyone is throwing punches and jabs and bending. Instead of bending, um, what bender thinks I'm a fire bender, but I'm not going to use it. Instead, I'm just going to punch people. (laughs) Also, can we just acknowledge that it took about ten moves to perform one bending move? I could could easily run up and hit a bender right in the head (laughs) while they perform a single move. (laughs) What's the
0: deal with bending?
1: (laughs) Yeah. Um. And then she, uh, her last or her last couple of things. Um, why do firebenders need a source of fire? And number eleven was Team Avatar even a thing? They didn't really seem like friends, and they didn't really even talk to each other that much. They might as well be strangers. Uh, so yeah, they, she pretty much brought up everything that I had uh, just thought up on my own watching this. I mean, honestly, she nails. Just about every complaint I had about it, and they're all pretty big complaints. So, Corey, I'm sure you agree with a lot of those uh, fellows who didn't watch the cartoon. Those are the major complaints um, and the major uh, differences between the cartoon and this movie. So, that's what everybody hates about it. (laughs) Corey, would you agree?
3: Oh, I would agree. Uh, Is this our yes or no's? Yeah, we'll give our yes or no's now. Corey, why don't you start? All right. Uh, It's obviously going to be a no. It's very bad. Um, the main problem with this movie is that the entire movie is exposition. You can't fit 20 episodes of a show into a single movie. <laughs> it just can't happen. So yeah. it was never really going to work. And the acting is insane at, at times. Uh, the choices they make are absurd. It has the worst sequel bait since the Super Mario Brothers movie. And... The bending does not look good. Like I said before, it's delayed, so it just looks weird. And there's a couple moments here where I think it's okay, but they're pretty few and far between. It's overall a pretty hard wash. Either, I think, from a fan of the show or from someone new, it's just too much shit getting thrown at you. You don't know what's going on. Mm. And uh, it's bad. That's all I got.
1: Bap?
2: Yeah, it's a no. I feel like it was a yes for my pick though that I feels like you didn't like it very much I you just have to kind of question like what's the value of even taking what what is presumably everyone seems to love an animated show and making it with real people and condensing it down to like four movies whatever they're going to do it's it was cynical from the beginning there doesn't seem to be much artistry or care for the original uh television show at all so it did make me really interested in watching the show if it was like on a streaming service like cbs all access or something like that i would probably even do the 30-day trial just to try and like bang it out but until then i'm gonna put it on my watch list but for this movie it's a hard no uh stevie uh
4: this movie is the hardest of no's uh it is fundamentally flawed from the script down to the acting like i never thought i'd say this like Mortal Kombat is a better written, better acted, like, better CGI than this movie. And it came out in 1995. Like, if you watch the last fight between Shang Tsung and, um... God, what's the main character's name? Uh, Liu Kang. Like, that looks better than anything in this movie. That came out in 95. So, this is the absolute hardest of no's, but I am so happy I watched it because... Question marks the entire time.
0: Josh, man,
4: I, this
0: movie is so bad. I think you all are missing the beauty no. of it. I, I think it turns the <laughs> corner, and I I mentioned it early in the pod, but how constant and like dedicated they are to the trip hop, serious face <laughs> motions to summon these elements. I just kept laughing every time they did it and like Pappy said it did make me interested in like the original source material I don't think it like ruined it for me and ultimately like knowing this is from M. Night Shyamalan and it's the same guy that produced moments like I don't know think of the interactions between Mel Gibson and Joaquin Phoenix and Signs like it's the same guy he's doing mm. this on purpose or something <laughs> I don't know. I, I was entertained. It was kind of like a train wreck and I couldn't look away. I'm going to give it a soft yes, I guess. Just hold down the fort here. <laughs> Josh,
2: this movie is worse than Eric Clapton's stance, uh, stance on immigrants,
4: dude. It really is. <laughs> God, <laughs> It's so uh, bad, it's so... woke.
1: Uh, so, so far, we got three no's and one yes from Josh. Uh, Josh, uh, that uh, is going to be the lone yes, uh, I think. <laughs> That's fair. Because I'm going to give this a no. Um, like Annie said, I mean, you don't even got to listen to this podcast. Just go read that Amazon Prime review by Annie. Uh, it's not a good movie, and she lists all the reason why. Um, but really, my main problem with it is just... Avatar is like so good at character development, I feel like, and injecting humor into what is kind of like a serious serious plot. I mean, the plot is really about genocide and a war going on, and it still manages to be funny, and this is not funny at all. Uh, I don't feel like I connect with any of the characters or find them interesting or even want to watch them on screen, and uh, it's just so boring, and... I don't have as much of a problem with the CGI as maybe Stevie does, and it is ILM, so I think it looks a little better than Mortal Kombat Stevie. Not even close, uh, dude. (laughs) uh, But it's if you manage to watch this and it gets you interested in The Last Airbender, that is fucking great. I mean, I would definitely try to watch this before I watch The Last Airbender cartoon series, just so I don't ruin the cartoon series after watching this movie. Um, but yeah, I would skip this and just watch the cartoon. Honestly, if you're interested in anything at all that we have talked about here, because cartoon is great, and this movie is a definite no dog. So it's four nos and one yes from Josh.
0: Mikey, do you th- do you think you would have liked a movie? And I know I gave it a ton- kind of tongue-in-cheek yes, but a definite yes. But do you think you would have liked it if they would have tried to like make it one smaller story instead of making it such a wide-sweeping, universe-shaping avatar story.
1: Uh, that also brings up like another problem I have with it, because they set it up for a sequel, obviously. Um, then why do they rush through so much other stuff if that was the intention the whole time? It doesn't make any sense to... We ran through, essentially, the first four seasons of this show, <laughs> and it's only four seasons long. Uh, uh, And we did it in 100 minutes, so I don't know what they were planning to set up after this. And there's no character development left. They're kind of friends now, and the war is over. So, I don't know. And plus, like I said before, adapting an anime into a a movie is never going to work. Or at least not with this. Especially when the cartoon is so well-liked. It's just not a good idea, I don't think. Um... I don't know. I don't think it would ever work. And they really miscast to these these main characters, these main actors. Not very fun to watch. Not interesting at all. Not very charismatic. I don't think it would work, Josh, even if they tried to do that. Fair enough, fair enough. So, no. <laughs> uh, you guys got anything else to add? Or if not, I'll My, Mikey, sign Mikey, which,
2: which element would you want to bend if you could pick one?
1: Uh, Well, I think you get the most bang for your buck with the airbending. Yeah. You can move some earth, you can move some fire, water, I'm sure you can move with water. Got what you made waves, Mm, airbending, and you can pretty much fly with that little kite thing he has, so airbending is definitely the way to go. What about you guys?
3: I think they make in this show, they make airbending seem like the best and there's only one airbender and he's the avatar so maybe that's why, but it definitely seems like the coolest to me. I'd want to bend pap grease if I could. Ew! <laughs> what? <laughs> the most
1: abundant <laughs> yeah. natural resource on earth. <laughs> oh, just on pap grease? <laughs>
0: I've gotten into longboarding recently. I would choose maybe earthbending. Could I just like constantly keep like myself going downhill and just like longboard Give on the a little earth? hill? Yeah, that'd yeah. be dope.
3: That'd be cool. What about heart? Uh so. There's no heart. No Captain, like Captain Planet, Planet? Plans, I see. Yeah, no, I got it,
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: he
1: sucks too late Bro. in the pod for that joke.
0: <laughs>
1: um, so yeah, that was uh, Avatar Last Airbender. That was my pen- punishment episode from the Oscars. Sorry it took so long to get around to it. Um, hopefully this uh, app turns out okay. We did it a little differently tonight. But um, yeah, Avatar Last Airbender movie sucks. That's our final verdict on it. And uh,
0: that was Spoilers. That was Spoilers. So is, is the air tribe like so powerful that's why they're like monks or something? Or are those just like the best at it? I was. I honestly uh, am interested in like the lore of the this movie.
1: The Fire Nation knew that the Avatar was going to be reborn as
0: an Airbender. So they,
1: that's
4: why the they fire all got, the got taken out. Yeah. Yeah. Are the dances as long in the show as they are in the movie?
3: It's not so much dancing in the show. Like it's like a <laughs> movie
1: happening while they're doing it. Yeah. Like, they're moving earth and I was just earth befuddled
4: when like Dev Patel like walked out like onto like. That ships like deck, and he took thirty seconds to to produce two fireballs and walked away.
1: Yeah, <laughs> it's ridiculous. <laughs> it's insane. And I'm then he sure does. They, I wonder if they were like, "Oh man, this is gonna look fucking sweet. I'm doing all this moves. I'm because." <laughs> In the in the cartoon, it's like all based on like different styles of martial arts and stuff. So I wonder if they like learn martial arts here and they're like, wow, this is going to look fucking awesome with all this fire flipping around me.
0: Then they watch like the finished really movie and they didn't post-produce anything around them. It's just them.
2: Yeah. <laughs>